0: You're listening to The Group Sessions, a podcast that bridges the gap between informed public health and healthy mental hygiene. My name is Rob, and I'm a certified mental health life coach and master NLP practitioner. I'm best known for my publications and social media content, as well as individual counseling. Join me on this therapeutic journey while we analyze and overcome issues impacting our mental well-being. welcome everybody and welcome back to the group today's session we're going to talk about the media that we consume um and this is actually going to be a three-part series we got such a special guest here today and i'm so excited to finally be doing this project um but yeah we're going to start off this part one talking about audio media, the types of things that we listen to and how that has an impact on our mental health and how we can navigate around uh, being more selective with the type of media we consume in terms of sound. So before we jump into today's episode, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, share, give it a five-star rating. Uh, we are streaming on a, every major platform. we stream it on the small platforms, the small to medium platforms, and next week we should be expanding on a few... British platforms I think don't quote me but it's gonna happen at some point in life so i um, we have Chris on the line we've we've had Chris in the past and we got him back I told I told y'all Chris was coming back I told y'all people would comment me oh is Chris coming back I told I already told y'all he was coming back so we have him here welcome Chris thank you for being
1: here thank you for having me and here I am people I am back. Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay. By by popular demand. (laughs) Popular demand. (laughs) Okay. But I'm back. It's it's such a pleasure, such a joy. And just seeing what you've been doing for these past years of us knowing each other, it's truly an honor to share this space with you. So thank you.
0: And shout out to you, Chris, is highly motivated and highly performed and all of that and he has this beautiful background with all of this inspiration is just raining positivity on me so i'm here for that as well (laughs) oh my god chris i have not it's been so long how have you been what have you
1: been up to yeah i have been getting used to my new normal Um, Had some shifts to take place earlier this year. So um, getting used to my new normal, you know, with the business, with the photography, just expanding that. So uh, I've been working, I've been allowing and aligning and just really trying to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and those that are around me. So, yeah. Okay. What does, what does
0: taking care of yourself look like nowadays? What are you into? Yeah.
1: So right now it's sleep. The way I take care of myself uh, right now is making sure I get enough of it. If I can, sometimes I can't. You know, I can't sometimes. But um, that and just monitoring, I monitor how much of certain things I consume. Not just necessarily, you know, what I'm eating. You know, but media content. News, mm-hmm. the news, just in case you didn't hear me the first okay. time, the news. All right.
0: Those, time. those trending posts that to, everybody like to, to slide in and out of DMs. That's, yeah. listen, media consumption is so, so, so important. Um, and the, the topic, well, the title of these, the three part series is going to be junk food because I loved just thinking about how, um, you can conceptualize how what you eat is broken down into your body, but we don't always talk about how like what you listen to and what you watch and what you're exposing yourself to is broken down into body. And I will say that in the past, I want to say six to eight months, I've been really strict on the type of media that I consume and I do feel different. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I definitely do. I feel like I wake up, in a different mindset. I go to sleep in a different mindset. I feel a lot less anxious and stuff like that. Um, in this media diet, this digital diet of sorts, Mm -hmm. what types of things have you chosen not to listen to when it has come, when it's come to like, just you protecting your own mental health?
1: Yeah. So for me, sometimes it's a little hard to, um, Ignore things because if you're on social media, you just got happen to see stuff. Um, but this, when we talk about the gun laws here in this country and mass shootings, is just like a normal occurrence. So for me, and especially when it's dealing with children or someone innocent, you know, their life is taken, you know, from them from someone that just feels like, hey, I want, I feel like I want to kill someone today, or I feel like I. I am serving the greater good by shooting you just because you know you parked in my driveway or something like that and i try not to get so wrapped up in the media of it you know and i i understand that this is the world that we're in but i have to understand who i am too now if i was out there protesting at every protest and i get it that's like my that would be my path so of course i would want to be embedded in every conversation i want to know the ins and the outs but since that's not my calling or my path for me and for my mental emotional and spiritual health i really have to listen to it if if i listen to it and just remove myself from it pray for those you know pray for for just love and light for everybody and just move myself away from it because i just can't watch every video every clip every blog about it it's just it's completely draining
0: yeah and when we're talking about listening to media conversations are also a type of media Mm -hmm. you know putting it removing yourself from conversations pulling yourself out of overhearing certain things that is also a, a type of way of censoring your media and it can be super helpful too because I think when it comes to you let's say you're on the verge of like a change like you are prioritizing your mental health people around you are not used to you moving this way they're like okay Chris is in the fuck out like I don't know what to talk to this man about a really good temperature measure of that with the people in your space is removing yourself from conversations now I will say that sometimes people just don't realize that you've removed yourself from conversations they think you just don't have anything to say <laughs> and they keep talking and yapping that chin right uh but a good way to kind of just start to set that tone is to be like i'm not even going to be a part of this conversation anymore i'm not even going to talk about these things i'm not going to listen to these things anymore right and um but what was it that what was the point that you realized that the things you listened to had an impact on your mental health in the first place
1: well i've always been affected by music i i you know, always listen to music. And I think I noticed it at an early age. If I listen to a certain song, I feel a certain type of way. So I picked up on it in that sense. But then as I got older, and then especially the start of the pandemic, I'm just be completely honest, the start of the pandemic definitely changed the way I consumed things um, media wise. And It was then I realized, I said, okay, because I listen to a lot of podcasts or sometimes I'm on YouTube, but I'm not even watching the video itself. I'm literally just listening to it. And then that's when, you know, for me, I realized, I said, okay, even with conversations, you know, I know you mentioned like the friendship, the conversations, and my best friend that's, I have, several best friends. Let me just say that. But my best friend in uh, Get it right. right?
0: Get it right, Chris. My best friend in Miami, Florida.
1: Okay. The lovely Kiki Shay Lee. Uh, We do this temperature check with each other. It was like, hey, do you do you have the bandwidth to listen to something real fast? On a scale of one to 10, where are you? I'm like, okay, I'm at a good eight right now, (laughs) you know, so go ahead, you know. So that's something that we do. But I can, I'm grateful that all of the connections that I have with people You know, we kind of we know how to read the room and we don't like to stay on something that may be triggering for long. You know, even if we have to talk about it in a group setting, we always have a great way of, okay, let's kind of turn the conversation into a different route. We see that it's really affecting people.
0: So I don't know that I actually have to break this down to the audience. I don't know how much of the listeners are familiar with the concept of reading the room, but I'm going to give you some of it because I think a lot of people don't really understand that read the room space. Reading the room is not necessarily psychoanalyzing people, it's shutting up and paying attention to how other people are affected by what's being said, how are people reacting, taking a look at people's body language, just seeing where how comfortable they are in that space sometimes. And I think that not enough people do that, but everyone's capable of it. And sometimes people go into that read the room mindset and they already are looking for certain things and then they start trying to justify what they've already you know like a self-fulfilling prophecy almost reading the room often requires you being quiet and just observing Mm -hmm. it requires like shutting up And just taking an objective look, okay, does this person look comfortable? Does this person look comfortable? Paying attention to how people are navigating through these conversations. Does it seem like this is something that this person wants to talk about? And then also having the social skill to navigate and pivot that conversation. Um, As of late, the reason why I bring that up is because I have... And I probably shouldn't say this, but it's the truth. I've ended conversations like mid excitement. Like, I have just ended. I I shouldn't say it. And I don't know if people are wondering why I just have to get off the phone with you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's because something was said that just I didn't even want to dive into that that. Space like that's not the space I was trying to go into or you said something that I think we both know that that's kind of offensive to say But you're inviting that Like I'm not gonna play tennis with you yeah. over yeah. over nonsense, you know um, But to a lot of people those are just conversation starters Those are just conversation starters um, in terms of like outside of just people what about you said that music makes you feel things like music gives you those emotions? Have you been selective with the type of music that you've been listening to? Oh yeah,
1: neo soul all day, neo soul all day. Now you know if I'm you know, exercising, then I want to hear a little rah rah, you know, a little get you, Oh really? Oh yeah yeah. Because you know I can't, you know, I love Ari It's Like she's one of my favorite artists, but you know I'm not trying to listen to our first ep and i'm trying to get some cardio in because now i just want to sit down and have some wine you know what i'm saying if i put on one of my old playlists like or apple music you could just pick like a random playlist like hip-hop of the 2000s that's what i need you know i, I finished my entire workout in no time but arlen is cleo soul miguel all the folks they make me just like okay okay i just feel like i just need to meditate with a glass. okay you know, yeah and you know
0: Yes, yes.
1: Night.
0: That's so funny because I'm so weird. When I am working out, I wanna hear like RP. Oh. I don't know. I just be feeling like I don't all right in my head okay when I'm at the gym I'm in like a movie slash music video. Okay. So it it kind of
1: you be walking slow
0: in the gym. Like you in slow motion? I'll be walking slow, but I'll be thinking in slow motion. Like I'll be walking fast, but I'll be, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll be on a treadmill and i just be like, I want to know your name, man. I, wanna... I, don't, know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be thinking I'm in an R&B music video. I'll be like, I don't know it's don't let it be raining outside too
1: oh Mm, my god the vibes
0: (laughs) if it's raining and i'm in the gym it's gonna be heartbreak playlist all day oh man Uh, (laughs) so i don't know i don't know but what i will say is that music does like the the art of music is to influence those emotions and along with the influence of emotions are also like chemicals that happen in your body like your emotions have a physical pathway as well you know so what i find is that it becomes almost like a slippery slope like whatever you're listening to you get comfortable with existing in that space on your headphones and then as the algorithms of course starts recommending other things but you also start looking for other things like think about how many people started out listening to miguel and then wound up listening to Cleo and then wound up listening to um, her and then wound up listening to Daniel, Daniel Caesar. It's like you start developing like this audio appetite for those types of things. And that's also why junk food media kind of sp- spreads the way it does you know like you get used to hearing certain things so over time you start craving that type of stimulation Mm -hmm. do you notice well when you're switching between like your gym playlist versus like your everyday playlist, do you notice like a shift in your body do you notice that you feel a little bit more tense a little bit more relaxed A little bit more, like how does your body feel when you're listening to those different genres
1: of music? Yeah, my body definitely reacts instantly. So if I'm listening to, you know, one of my playlists that's got all the, you know, I'm not gonna get ratchet on because it's classic. You know, this is classic podcast. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I'm listening to something, uh, uh, you know. I'll be up there. Chris
0: Crispy but. in the gym like, duck, if you, you will.
1: Come on, don't, don't <laughs> do it. You know, I'm from Atlanta. Do not Do it. Okay. But, oh, my um, gosh. I noticed that when I do switch to like my vibe playlist or something like that, um, it's I'm more of a relaxed state. Like, I really just want to rest or if not rest, just want to sit and lounge around. And, um, and I have that kind of set up now. So... Like after I get through exercise and, you know, my playlist completely it drastically changed and I'll tell Alexa like to play, you know, a smooth playlist or something like that in the house. And I'm literally like in my living room just chilling. I have like low lights. I change the colors of my lights. You know, I could I change the entire mood in my house. Yes, because that's what the music, you know, does to me. And everything and that's what is it calls vibration. for. You know, everything is vibration. So it's just doing it do and you know what's
0: interesting too when it comes to like sound waves there are there is a science between the vibration of the sounds Mm -hmm. and your mental response and your emotional physical i guess that's your physiological response to it like there are certain there's music played in certain keys to elicit certain types of feelings whether that's nostalgia comfort i believe kehlani has an album that's released in a certain key that's meant to, um, in illicit mental health or elicit oh. healthier being. Um, I do know that there are some songs, especially R and B songs that are played in a lullaby key, cause it's meant to have that sleepy time space as well. Right. Uh, so there are, there's a science to that. I recently discovered, um, this artist by the name of September, and he only makes like, instrumentals they're lo-fi beats mm. but I'm so ad- like it's I don't know why but let me be anxious at night I play it and I just be knocking out like you know I always wonder are you a um are you a white noise kind of guy
1: mm. no but I like the yeah, sound you're not. of fan when like, you hit the mm, yeah but you're not in that well you're not in the life
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder like What it would be like. Like when I'm if I'm dating someone and let's say you're sleeping over at my house, it's gonna get weird because (laughs) if you're not used to (laughs) it's and it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna not do it. It's gonna wait. So you playing the white one
1: tonight. Ciao somebody Straight saying
0: like morning, that by to come out your phone. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and the
1: crazy. No, I'll be having Alexa on it like Oh, Alexa, play
0: it. It. yeah, the whole situation. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you can ask for like white noise and she'll actually give you a menu of stuff like do you want to hear babbling brooks, rain sounds, fan, oh, wow. um city noise stuff like that. But I am so experienced that I know exactly what to ask for this point so i was before i found September. i was listening to rain sounds like i don't know what it was about mm-hmm. rain and thunderstorms but that was really like soothing for me for a while um but it, it's gonna get awkward because if you're not used to that it's gonna kind of feel kind of strange for you to just be one sleeping somewhere you don't live but two having like this background noise type of thing
1: yeah Uh,
0: so i'm glad that i found septober because playing some lo-fi instrumentals is definitely more of an acceptable request (laughs) and it's something that like is more of a is more of an acceptable request but um do you are you a music in the shower kind of person
1: no uh, oddly Yeah, like I can, but let me tell you, because I'd be paranoid, I want to hear. So I don't want to be in the shower, somebody busting in my house, you know. Uh, Wait a minute. So I have to hear. No, I don't need the music playing. I need everything to be silent. So Mm -hmm. now if I hear a bump, I'm going, huh? You know, so it's like it really just be the house settling. But and no, I do not, not have any. Settling. I do not have any childhood traumas that make me the way that I am.
0: You just need to know. Just you need just to need to. Know. I just for need to safety. know. That's cool. What about uh, cooking or cleaning? Is that like a music vibe for you?
1: Cleaning, yes. So cleaning, yes. Okay. Um Sometimes cooking. It just depends on the mood that I'm in. But not necessarily. I probably have the TV on, if anything, like just something just playing. Um, But definitely for cleaning, it definitely changed the vibe and my efficiency of getting things done and not really. It does.
0: Okay. Okay. Is, is there any particular type of music that you like to listen to that, for that efficiency vibe? Because listening to music makes me feel so incredibly lazy. Like if you play that song, it's, that broom is going to turn into a microphone, and now it's a concert, and nothing is getting cleaned.
1: Now look, at I'm all. not saying I don't, I don't put on a, a concert. Now. now I put on a concert and clean. All right, Otis. All right, Otis. You know, I know that's they come right. They to see me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, nobody say. I'm older and they coming to see me. I put them together. Okay. <laughs> but I know I could be like such a heathen and a saint at the same time because I will put on a playlist for like gospel. Then it turned it turn from gospel to rap. rap. Let me just give you uh, what kind of rap. City Girls, that's it, right? And so then it can go from that into Khalid. Or, you know, it just... When I'm playing, it, it doesn't matter. Like, if I like the song, I'm going to just play it, you know, but it's still it just gets me going. So, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Is there any type of music you find yourself skipping past? Like you don't really, you don't feel, you don't get a good ve- a good feeling when you hear this type of music, this type of artist, this type of genre. Is there anything that kind of makes you feel kind of like you want to recoil and not really
1: get involved? So I'm not going to name a s- certain artist or several artists actually. but I will say that some of the music that deals heavy into uh how can we say this like the, the killing of others, i.e people that look like us, you know, and you know I, I just can't get into it now now I'm not acting as if you know, I'm up on some pedestal because I've been there, but now that I'm getting older, it's like ah, I don't know if I want to hear all of that all the time. You know, sometimes we get lost into it because of the 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 rhythm and the beat itself, so it's easy to get lost into it. But see, I like to listen to words, and so for me, it's like I have to stay away from some of the 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 stuff. And I, I'm not just pointing out New Age; I mean, it's some older stuff too. That's like, eh, yeah, probably not.
0: You know, some people think that, like, <clears throat> every t- like, every time you refuse or turn away from, like, an experience or something like that, it's connected to something. But the truth of the matter is that, like I said earlier, sounds are actually designed to elicit emotions. You know, there's a reason why Pharrell's happy sounds happy. Right. You know, it was designed sonically to to give you that. But there are some well, not some, but there are a lot of artists that kind of feel more creative in darker tones. Yeah. Um I remember I was watching and I love Pharrell. I remember I was watching um an interview with him and he was talking about how he produces for people and how Pusha T like once always the most darkest. Mm. Beats like he wants the pitch black, dark, dead soul types of instrumentals. Um, and I guess for him, that's a really good like texture for the type of music that he makes. I'm not a huge Pusha T fan, but I like some of his stuff. But, um, I find that I'm really sensitive to like the messages in the music as well now. Like what the music is about, it kind of like. Sometimes you hear that lyric and you just like, I used to like this until Yeah. You said that, you know. Um, and it just kind of like turns you off from it. But even listening to those like very hard, uh, darker, lower vibrational frequencies, it's naturally gonna make you feel that way. To some, I think that there was some experiments done, <clears throat> social experiments where they were having children like exposed to music that was like more happy and upbeat just the instruments and then exposed to like more sadder and lower beat stuff and they actually you know would have that physical reaction to those types of <clears throat> those types of music and stuff like that do you find that it's hard for you to exist and navigate On social media, while also trying to be mindful of what you listen to or what you expose or expose yourself to. Because I ask because you you have business online and you have to be very present and you have to know, like, what's happening, at least when it comes to the engagement to your page. But do you find that it's difficult to do that while also trying to have that personal barrier up?
1: I don't. And the reason I don't is because everything at the end of the day is balanced. So let's go back when you were saying, look, if you book. And I was like rocking out of that for a minute, right? Because it's nostalgia for me because I was in high school and that was out, you know. Um, <clears throat> but there's a time and a place for everything, right? So if I'm on social media and I come across something that may, you know, I get to decide how I want, how I want that content to rest with me. So if I know it's going to be something I like don't even read the comments, (laughs) just scroll on with my day because that let me tell you, let me tell you, that's where you get tripped up in those comments and reading something, especially if you really it's the comments. Yes. If you feel so passionate about something and you read comments, you can read like five comments. Everybody's basically in alignment with what you feel. But that one comment that someone says the, the total opposite and then you said they have like a thousand and you know five thousand likes on it you're like what all of you all are idiots but that's unfair for me to say because i have a different perception of life just like those people you know but i mean you can say it you, you can't you know be like well you know you have the opposite, i try to look at things both ways that's
0: interesting wow but i don't i've never really dove that deeply I just I'll be tired and I'll be busy and I just I, I have it I just you know and I yeah. feel like I was recently last month talking to someone about how like the comment section is its own niche like there are there's a a, a range of people that are gravitating online to controversy like argument sensitive triggering topics and <clears throat> I, I don't really get it for me it's not definitely not for me I don't want to go online and be feeling that way. Yeah, But I guess some that it, it, like you said, it works for some people. It works for some people. Um,
1: And then it's who I follow too. So let me just go back to that too, because I curated my page, so I make sure I'm following people that you know, normally wouldn't pull some things. I'm like,
0: hold on. Can somebody, can we turn Chris's mic up? Um, <laughs> Pharrell, <laughs> could you, could you turn us up in a booth? Timberland, could you just, I just need, Chris's microphone is on. Okay. Oh, it's just on. let you know. The mic. is oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> this man is telling
1: y'all that it really comes down to who you're following. Mm-hmm. Because it's important, you know, there's family members who I had to remove and like, follow because it was like, eh, mm, no, I can't. I'll see you at the next family reunion, but I don't need to see you every or every day or every other day on social media.
0: Yeah. And are you able to, I'd never go on the Facebook, never go on the Facebook, but I've been trying to understand the Facebook. But every time I open the app, it turns into something different. And I'm just like, "What? what is this? But I think there actually is a way to unfollow. Like when you are friends with someone on Facebook, I think it automatically makes you follow each other. Mm-hmm. And I think there's actually a way to go in and unfollow it. I would be really interested in them like making that feature selective. Like I don't want to necessarily follow everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, but I couldn't agree more. We we have to take responsibility for the ecosystems that we expose ourselves to when it comes to this type of this type of media. Right. Just like we we can't. You'll go in a grocery store. There's a whole bunch of food there. There's healthy foods. There's candies. There's there's all of that stuff. You're in the supermarket. But what aisle are you choosing to go down? Mm-hmm. You know, if you are on a healthful kick, you probably shouldn't go down the candy aisle. If you don't want to eat carbs, you probably should stay out of the bread aisle. But there's something to be said that if you are saying that you want vegetables, but you keep walking down the candy aisle, you know, what are you doing here? You know, so I, I think that <laughs> it gets into a, a conversation you got to start having with yourself. I remember one thing that people have always said about Facebook is that, oh, it's really ghetto and there's always negative. And I just was like, I never see, I don't see any of that. I don't. I don't know what y'all are talking about. That that never comes across my timeline. You know, I don't, I just don't see it. In part, I probably don't use it enough for Facebook to know what anything, but I just don't really have any friends on Facebook. And I don't really friend people that I, you know, I don't really want to see that. But the same is, is, is to be said about. Uh, all the social media, but what's interesting is that this kind of science doesn't work exactly the same when it comes to listening. When you're listening to music and stuff, the you're gonna get recommended artists that are the same. I have been in situations where I'll be listening and then I'll click that artist radio, and there's some things on there that I'll just be like, "What the f- is this? I don't like this." Here? But I get <laughs> how did it get here? But I, I guess too another way to kind of help that is by disliking stuff that you don't like so that you know the system will start to know i guess somehow some way on beyonce's internet that this ain't the you know i don't know how it work i'm not going to pretend to to know how it work now when it comes to you being more mindful of the things that you listen to do you find that that helps you be more mindful of the things you say absolutely
1: absolutely and because i think you're energetically in a different field because you're not music affects us on a subconscious level and so whatever is feeding into your subconscious it will come out through your conscious mind in some kind of way. Um, so, so absolutely you know I can I, and i'm just talking from just. Who I am today versus who I was ten years ago or twenty years ago and the stuff I listened to then and I've noticed how I would talk then or things that I would say. To now I'd be like, Oh, child, go lay down. What are you saying?
0: What are you saying? Go take a nap. <laughs> yes. Somebody eat his bottle up. It's <laughs> <Exactly>. too much. <laughs> Um, But music, anything that you take in audio is naturally going to metabolize it in the things that you say. It's always going to balance itself out. So when we choose to consume this type of media, like you said, it does bleed into our different layers of consciousness. and in addition to it showing up in the way that you may speak to other people, it also shows up in the way that you speak to yourself. I think that that inner voice situation is, is, is real. And I found that there was, again, I think around the pandemic, but there was a period of time where I wasn't very selective in the things that I listened to, whether it was news, um, radio, conversate, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. In fact, I found that I was leaning more towards the being in it, like being the opposite of being selective, kind of like, oh, let me see how I can show up in this space, you know? Mm -hmm. And I also had this non bias perspective, which I still kind of carry, but non bias at that time for me was, okay, I can just give it a chance. I'm not going to like cancel anything out, you know, Mm -hmm. see what happens. And I remember because of the pandemic, we couldn't really go anywhere. And I remember starting off, like I was listening to I don't know what I was, it was whatever I was listening to, it was pretty, it was not dark, dark, mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't mindful of the listener. <laughs> there was a lot of like graphic content in what I was listening to. It was, you know, one of your favorite rappers or something. It wasn't anything like crazy. It just was not censored. Um, and I remember listening to it and becoming like not really sensitized to it anymore and getting bored Mm -hmm. so then i needed someone more aggressive as an artist because this particular artist was not aggressive enough anymore for what type of stimulation i was looking for and a couple of months later i just was like what the fuck am I listening? I was listening to some shit and I was like why am I listening to this? And I, it just got so aggressive and just I was just like why am I listening? But I started like getting bored and craving hardcore aggressive ass music. Yeah. And I didn't understand why, but it started off with, you know, it was a trickle down effect of when I first, you know, listening to that initial artist and stuff like that. So it, it really does get into your subconscious. But in terms of your mood, I remember like I was irritated before I went to sleep very often, you know, I don't I didn't know why I was just mad. I was fuck the world. Like, I I, well, I don't know why I was like, fuck the world. I, wh- where was all of that anger coming from? Right. But it was misplaced from me absorbing that from the messages and the music, you know, um, or me absorbing that from listening to conversations I didn't want to be a part of, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to talk about what Boo Boo did at the barbecue. I don't care but I would stay there and receive all of your toxicity because I didn't want to be rude. Um, but I've come up with this new saying that sometimes being rude to other people is being polite to yourself. Mm. Now I'm not telling y'all to go out there and be rude, but I am telling y'all to be polite to yourselves. And that polite relationship has to be priority because You could be nice and be absorbing very unhealthy stuff. And now you're metabolizing that into your system. And now that's bleeding into the things that you say to the people around you, or you're starting to gravitate or attract even more of that type of energy. And then you look around and you're like, "How, how did I get here? You know what I mean? So that's been really important. Do you have, and this is something that I always like, recommend. Do you have like a SOS playlist, like a playlist that you listen to when you're just in a really bad mood to kind of like rescue you or bring you out of that space?
1: You know what? Yes. And it's a song. It's not a playlist. Earth is ghetto. That's the name of the song. I'm not not a vocalist, but... Earth is dead, oh, I wanna leave. Can you okay. Dead? I'm out right on the streets by the corner. So you know the one on 15. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: crazy, yeah. Ooh. I feel like I know that song. That song sounds really familiar.
1: Yeah, it was like real popular on TikTok and um oh I don't wanna mess up her name, but I know it start with an A. Uh, hold on, wait, real fast. I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna find this song. I'm gonna have to send it to you. So yeah, but let me tell you. Anytime I'm feeling down, I play that, and it just really changed the way that I feel. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll I'll send it to you. But I know the name of it is called Earth Is Ghetto. Okay, but,
0: I got yeah. a playlist for it. I'm so I'm very, and I get dragged for this. I'm like a playlist god and. My playlists are intended to be received in the order in which they were created. (laughs) And so there's always those two type of people. There's those people that have their playlists on shuffle and people that just need their playlists in order my playlist be a whole entire mood and it oh, be wow. a scheduled mood like i don't schedule myself to feel track 7 until track 7 oh wow okay. <laughs> yeah okay i actually <laughs> add like intros and interludes into my playlist like as if it's its own album really but I do. It's a vibe, and I have so many playlists, like so, so many. But they all have to be played in order. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I share a play unless it's like a birthday party. No, not even that because the birthday party has its own vibe. You got to play the chill yeah. music, the get better music, the woo woo music, and then the time to go home music. Yeah, you know. So every it you has to your be in its own order. Don't <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
1: forget <laughs> well, the tip for your bartender music. You put on a Jamie Fox, the Jamie Foxx, little T-Pain, tip your bartenders, okay, get off the dance floor, go tip your bartenders, don't land. forget oh. to tip
0: your bartenders, <laughs> last call, and the last call is like a 20 minute warning before it's time right. to go home, they just let you know, but I wanted to ask you, what is on your recent playlist, what have you been listening to lately? This week,
1: this week, um, you know what? I, I I should be listening to Abraham Hicks, so that's who I normally listen to, and uh, just then that's for my spirit. Um, but recently, I've been listening to Lucky Day and her, so I've been listening to them a lot this week, and oh, and Snow Allegra. So I, I've been listening to them for a minute.
0: Shout out to Snow Allegra. Hmm
1: just what, what do, you know what
0: I, I remember when i discovered snow Allegra and i was just like yo she's an artist but what all of those artists kind of have in common is like this storyteller approach yeah for sure right? and i just i found myself very into storytellers lately um it's it's just something about the fact that people are kind of taking you through a journey i think that can be Therapeutic as well because it's kind of like it's introducing you to the story and then giving you a conclusion. It's not just leaving you with shoot them, shoot em, bang, bang, and then the track is done. It's done, yeah. And now you like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nah. like, let me put <laughs> this back on. Maybe, maybe I missed it. Yeah, you you be needing to kind of release that emotion that just has you. Just like hold up. <laughs> um But I like that. Do you you do you find that? being more mindful of your listening habits feeds your spiritual self? Has it made you more attentive to your spiritual self, or are those things not even really connected?
1: So not necessarily with music, um, because I only have like a couple of gospel songs that I listen to. And I know that gospel has a way of talking to people um, or speaking to someone's spirit but I'm not heavy on gospel music like that. Like I said, it's just like really like a handful of songs. But for me, um, if I'm not listening to uh, content such as yours and a few others that I listen to, um, I listen to, and I know I mentioned earlier, uh, Abraham Hicks, which is actually Esther Hicks. But um, I I started listening to her right before the pandemic actually. And um, I would listen to her, I would listen to Bob Proctor. Um, Lisa Nichols, uh, just listening to them often, you know, would definitely change my spirit, you know? And and I, I can say it allowed me to connect more with my higher self. That's when I was introduced to that on a more deeper level than, you know, what, than prior to listening to them. So, yeah. I, I
0: feel like not enough not enough people understand that there even is a higher wave length for you to operate on. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is that these higher levels are always accessible. It's just polluted with so much noise that makes it harder for you to just kind of get from A to B and Music in a lot of ways, I don't want to say it was designed to inspire that, but because of what music can do, it's a great way to use the music. It's a great way for you to start to channel yourself in terms of some type of growth and some type of health. Now, one thing that's become super popular in the past, I would say, Four years is the the podcast space mm. everyone has one now and people are actually opting to listen to podcasts on their downtime versus like watch a youtube video or listen to music mm-hmm. do you feel like do you feel like listen do you feel like being a consumer of podcasts requires the same level of caution as being a consumer of news or consumer of
1: music? Yes, absolutely. You have to because, like, you know, and you and I had this conversation before. People buy these damn mics and just think they're a guru and think that everyone needs to listen to their perception of life when how can you how can you tell me about me when you don't even know about you you barely even know who that is so how are you gonna sit up on the podcast and tell me uh, and everybody else how they need to view life or the relationship in a woman oh my god i'm telling you when it comes to the relationship uh, <laughs> podcast please really did them did them Let that be over. Let it be done. (laughs) God!
0: (laughs) I didn't really... I never really was a super big podcast person until I would say last year. Um, And now I kind of am. But luckily, I guess I'm fortunate to kind of have been directed into podcasts and content that I find, like, really healthy to digest. But that's a popular opinion a lot of people have been saying that there are so many uh people who want to have influence over relationships and i've been hearing feedback about like these dating podcasts and that they um are very much on a pedestal but it also sounds like they're hurting and that they need um they need a hug or something they're
1: attempting to be wounded healers and my suggestion is you heal yourself first and show people the outcome of what that looks like before you try to before you try to heal someone while you're in the process. It's a little counterproductive.
0: Chris's mic is on. It is turned on today. Wounded healers is real. Mm-hmm. Wounded healers is real. I will. I will say though too that I don't know. I, I there's, in my opinion, there's this push to actually be a healer where i don't know if i i I think that sometimes people put that role of healer a little bit too like as if that's the only higher self that's the only way to exist in purpose i you know and i want to tell you there, not everyone that is even a spiritual person is meant to be a healer there are there are people who inspire, there are people who lead, there are people who, there's there so many, there are teachers, there, there are so many other higher ways of being. Everybody doesn't necessarily have to be a healer. Absolutely. And I would just like for people to like really receive that because as we're talking about it, I'm starting to like actually think about the problem of, so many people wanting to be in the seat of a doctor which is odd there are other seats to be filled and truth be told you probably fit in one of those other seats a little bit better than you fit in this particular seat of like the practitioner or the healer um and there there is a certain there's like a professional um how do i say this there's a professional screen of understanding how to be present in the problem without influencing your will on the problem. Because two people with the same exact problem may need two different solutions, if that makes sense.
1: That makes perfect sense. And sometimes, and I love how you said that everyone, it it started to be like this craze, everyone wanted to heal everyone. No one wanted to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. wanted to. Heal. who was
0: that man who was that man because I feel like all of this started with him who was that man who uh, he was supposed to be a self-professed relationship guru and he was doing <laughs> yeah I'm not saying that man's
1: name but we I ain't got to say his
0: name but I, I feel like since then name. I don't know if people saw him fall from grace and everybody was racing to his pedestal but mm-hmm. you're right there was this been of let me speak on relationships and then a year or two later it it flew into this let's break generational curses i think that was the that was one of those waves and it was just when you go to the doctor if you need surgery you want someone who is able to look at your unique problem and has have the skills the patience and the the mindset to actually do that i think it's a little bit it is really risky for you to go to an influencer or a show with problems looking for healing, but not receiving that from someone who can actually do that. Whether it is that they have the skill deficit, whether it's that they're still wounded themselves and they don't have the ability or the capacity to pour into your cup. Right. But doing that type of work requires a lot more than an interesting topic in a microphone.
1: Exactly. And although a broken clock can be right twice a day, do you really want to play Russian Roulette with your emotions? no he did i don't want to have to listen to five different podcasts and then on the sixth one you said some stuff that i resonate with but then i have to wait until episode 35 and now i'm depressed and now i have to listen to earth is ghetto morning noon and night please Let me let me go more.
0: Let me on mute. Let Morning, me noon, and mute. night is mad. That's mad. Morning, noon, and night is wild. But you are one hundred percent right because you could be listening to podcasts that can be microdosing you with depression. So, to touch on gaslighting, not that anyone asked me to, but I have to because I need to help you understand. So, to touch on gaslighting. Gaslighting ultimately is like a micro dose of manipulation the The magic of it is that you don't realize you're in it um the same with generational curses, like passing down the trauma isn't necessarily the curse. The curse is not realizing you're in the trauma not realizing that you're passing it on. You think it's regular. That's the curse. So it, there's a micro dose of gaslighting, gaslighting that comes in there. And so when you're consuming a show on repeat, you're microdosing yourself with their perspective on a problem that you are coming to for answers. Mm-hmm. You're already coming with an open wound. And so you're microdosing this type of medication into your system. Um, and then two years down the line, you're going to need a microphone and a podcast because you're going to be dealing with the same pain that that host was dealing with because you, they gave that to you. They transferred that to you. I have heard that <clears throat> a lot of people feel podcasting itself is, is really therapeutic, which is cool. But I do think that there's a level of responsibility to your audience when you're on a platform and I don't think that every content creator, every speaker, every artist or in, I don't think that everyone takes that seriously. I think that if you start understanding that you have to have a healthy lead by example relationship with the people you're speaking to, mm-hmm. you kind of find yourself in a in a much better space. for sure. So um Talk to me about the cachet Chris podcast. What, what we got, what's, what's going on with that?
1: <laughs> really?
0: Really? That's what I want to talk about. Really,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so, what I need. You know, I'm not like you, Rob, you know, this podcast thing, it is a lot of work and especially, especially if you're doing it and it's just you, um, my cousin had one, so I would, you know, help her every now and then with some stuff and I will, you know, be a guest on her show, but just seeing how much work actually goes into it. And then I had some other friends like you and another couple of friends that I know that, you know, you all have great podcasts and it's like the work that goes into it. I said, I don't know if I'm fit for it right now with my schedule. So I give y'all a little sound bites every now and then. I give you a little snack, and we and we snack on them. We will snack on them. We will snack on them. (laughs) So I like. Let me stay in my lane. You know. Let me. Maybe that's not my lane to just get into a full force right now. I did say if I ever do something like that, I I would prefer to have a team with something like that. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to do it by myself. Let me just say that. But yeah. I do have my blog where I write my thoughts still, you know. And so I started that this year. So and Chris is still Cashin'.
0: But he just... Okay. You know, we just... And Cachet <laughs> is still Chrisen.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I will say too, for anyone that is looking to start a podcast, I was invited to the podcast space with a formula that was kind of emulating other podcast spaces. When I started and i guess rebranding my own i found a way to do it that worked for me and i think that that is that's going to be key because it does not have to be as much work Mm -hmm. all right so let me let me put it in this perspective do you remember when everybody was into final cut pro like oh final cut pro this final cut pro that so you had people going into graphic media and design with the intro. Well, they felt like in order for them to be considered serious, they had to familiarize themselves with Final Cut Pro Mm -hmm. when there are programs that do what Final Cut Pro does way easier right you know or even like your photoshops and all of these different things a lot of people come out the gate like oh i need to have photo and a lot by a lot of people i'm talking about myself when i was young (laughs) when i was young back in my my wee days of 18 19 20 21 and 22 i was very interested in modeling and then i linked up with um one of my photographers, and I actually saw the process of editing and I saw him using Photoshop. I was like, oh, snap. Like, I didn't know that this could be that. And so I took to, he had, Oh, you have to get a uh, what camera? I was recommend a digital rebel. You have to get the Canon digital mm-hmm. rebel. That that damn thing was about a thousand dollars at the time. Cameras used to be a lot more expensive. Um, yes, and I bought it and never used it. I didn't use it like one time. I never used it. That camera literally became a piece of art in my house. Mm. It was decor. The camera was decor. I never used it. Spent all of this money. This was before they had the Adobe subscriptions. I spent all of this money on Photoshop, had no idea how to use it. And I would be frustrated. And it was actually more discouraging because I was like, this is too much. Yeah. But when I simplified it and I said, you know what? I'm already paying a lot of money for my phone. And... I don't know if I necessarily need all of this. What if I just... Do a little tweak here. What if I just bring my little saturation down a little bit? You know, we love a good editorial touch. We like a little saturation. We love that. Just go like this with the saturation Mm -hmm. and just like that with the contrast. They don't know what's going on with them. And it took five minutes. And so I was producing amazing content in a fraction of the time because I found my own formula. And when I wanted to produce more things and I got to the level that I wanted, I found a need to use more advanced tools that that's when I started advancing. So and when I rebranded this podcast, honestly, I recorded most of the episodes. Any episode that I record by myself, I record on my phone in voice notes. Wow. I have a I love
1: that.
0: I have an adapter that allows me to plug this microphone into the phone. Mm-hmm. And I just hit voice notes and I just record and then I'm done. Uh, Voice Notes actually sound has sound <laughs> <like that. laughs> Voice Notes actually has an automatic feature where it'll enhance the thing. All you do is press the enhance button, and it just enhances your audio. And it actually has a button where you can remove the silence, and it'll do that for you. Two seconds, record it, press the button, upload it to Anchor, and you're done. Wow, you know what I mean? So there is so. I think that sometimes we get so consumed in the path that everyone else is doing and what everyone else is doing is a lot. Okay, it is a lot. But from rebranding between December and now, I did like 50 episodes and they were very easy to do. I did them. I actually took this shock mount and put it right there next to my bed. And I just be in bed like, huh, I got some thoughts. Record. And I would just record it and upload it. Now that's the episode. Wow. So it really, it really could. Okay. I think it all could be real, real simple. It it doesn't it doesn't have to. So anyone that's looking to get into podcasting, it really doesn't have to be as layered as sometimes people make it. Mm-hmm. You know. It it doesn't have to be, you got, you got to kind of find that formula that works for you. If you have something to say, I just did an episode with this uh, recording artist, uh, James, James Garden. And one thing that he said on his, on what we were talking about, he was saying that sometimes the people that are shy and hesitant to speak have the most important things to say. They have the most important things to say. And I think that's really reflected in how saturated the podcasts are like how everybody has a microphone, but not too many people have a message. So I root for those people like yourself and anyone else that actually has something worth listening to. Hooch. And your microphone is microphone in. It's look, on.
1: Look. <laughs> okay. It's Y'all on. Speak. Speak. It's, on. You doing? it's already <laughs>
0: on. You have a microphone, your microphone is microphone in. Oh man. Um but a word of advice. <laughs> so one thing that I had to start doing, I was actually click kicking out content too fast. It was too much, too fast. They was like, Okay, uh-huh. this is this is a situation here. So I used to have these special episodes where I would do either a society one on one episode and talk about specific like topics or anything and then i would also do a repeat after me episode the repeat after me episode that was when i would lead like a guided meditation with a quote but because i'm doing so much so fast i have to start to combine all of those things so i'm going to be ending every episode with the repeat after me and the guests in this case, you, you're actually going to be facilitating that understanding for the listeners to have a therapeutic message from. Oh wow! Okay. You're going to be doing that. So, the quote that I'm going to give you is. Oh, we doing that now. How to get a good one? Oh, we're doing it right oh,
1: now. Oh, okay.
0: Right now! Right now! Right now! <laughs> right now! Right now! Right now! Legal. I'm um, actually. I think no. I'm not going to give you two. I'm going to save one. I I got two good ones, but we have a three part. You know what I mean? So I got to give it what it needs to be given right now. I'm going to give you a quote by Socrates, Mm. and it reads, strong minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and weak minds discuss people.
1: So, you know, it really goes over what we've just been saying about, you know, the podcast and, and people having mics that shouldn't, you know, and 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 a lot of the content that we listen to now. But for me, what it gives, and it just made me think about the circle that I have. We although we talk about a, a plethora of things, we're always we're always talking about ideas of how we can do stuff different or how we can do things better and there's a few friends who i wish had a podcast like oh my god you have so much to share and if you you know got out of the the fear of how you will be received you know you probably can you really can give some quality content um so it's, it's funny that you say that to me but um and that's what i guess so when he's when socrates mentioned the average minds isn't that like our media You know, basically, you know what, that's our media in a nutshell, it is,
0: it is, (laughs) it is. is. Yeah. And I guess we each get, we, you get to decide, this is what I've said before, I had a conversation with someone, love her two pieces, but I had to tell her, I said, you are not the guru global thinker. You, You are not the elevated higher self person and you're okay with that. So don't let people f- make you feel bad if you're in a space where you're just discussing gossip. I don't there's some people that that's your thing um and there is a niche and an audience for it. It is. There's a niche in an audience for it. But in terms of growth and elevation we need and and if you want to be a strong minded individual, right? Uh-huh not a a person in the group. If you want to be a strong-minded individual, you have to understand that there is more value in the essence of talking about ideas, Mm -hmm. because the idea is the source of the reality. The event is just a byproduct that's shared between people. And then discussing somebody else's reality is almost kind of pointless because you don't live there. That's not your address. That is not your address, like you know. <laughs> that's not your address. One thing that uh, my girl Erica, no, Lauren Hill. Oh, I don't know. I got to I gotta find this one. But mm-hmm. Lauren Hill, when she went to this uh, high school, or was it a college? It was probably high school. And she was talking about her understanding of her spiritual self. She said, my body is my address. Like, this mm-hmm. is where my spirit is at right now. My spirit moved in, and this is my address, and this is where I'm at. But... It can exist in other forms, in other places. So when I think about your own personal business, one thing that I say often on this show is when you're not minding your business, who else is minding it? If you're not tending to your personal business, Who else is tends to Chris tends to his personal business. He in the shower. He needs to know that's that house settle. He needs to know, but he needs to know because if he not paying attention to that and that house get busy and somebody gone in, that's the situation. Okay. You gotta mind y'all have to mind y'all's business. Mind that business because when you, when you're given 100% of your noodle and your noggin to what someone else is doing, you leave all of you open to be controlled by somebody else. You're not You're not guarding that goal. It's just like an open goal. They're like, oh, this person don't know who they are. Let me influence my will on their mind while they're busy being preoccupied with somebody else's business. Right. So you will hear until I'll be on this show, 150 years old, beard to the ground. You hear me, Frodo Come on. Dumbledore. And I will still tell you that the secret to life is minding your business. That that is a very powerful thing. But um, so let's wrap things up, give people a little piece of advice. Walking away from today's concept of junk food media listening, what is something that people need to walk away from and become better people in their lives, if they choose to. Yeah. For those of you who like listening to Cheetos and cheese doodles and hot Cheetos on your soul, <laughs> that is not, that's your business. That ain't my business. But for those people who are looking to enhance and, and fortify their minds and be more mindful of their digital diet in terms of the things that they listen to, what is a piece of advice that you can give those people?
1: I say to those people, to, it's okay to remove things from your social media, things that, you know, you follow a, a group or a person or a, even a company. Um, just just get rid of it. <laughs> you know, unfollow them, delete block. If it's someone that, you know, you normally have a conversation with, you feel like their conversation, you all are just going in different you on different paths and at different levels of your life. Now, Rob never explained exactly how he really, you know, cut someone off to respect himself. Uh, I would love for him to share that um, on the next episode. <laughs> hey, <laughs> because I'm the kind of person I go, oh, okay, I will oh, okay you to death until you just tired to talk to me. But. uh <laughs> So I need to get like Rob. But um I I would definitely say do that and then on I would definitely say, you know, get you know, get rid of those things on social media that you don't like. you just unfollow some stuff I I understand, especially that explore page, you get caught up. But <laughs> when you realize what you're doing, snap back out of it and say, No, I don't need to, I don't need to continue to feed this kind of content to myself. And another thing with that is, uh, I know we talked about your higher self a lot. And sometimes the best thing to do is just be. I think we overthink stuff a lot Um and things, life doesn't have to be complicated. Um it Just being is more than good enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Neither than- does podcasting. Just- <laughs> I love this right now. I love this for
1: you. <laughs>
0: Keep going, Chris. Get oh into it.
1: Just be. It's easy enough. You don't have to be anything other than who or what you are at this moment. And if you see someone that's another level that you're not on, it's okay to admire it. But don't beat yourself up because you're not there. You're on your journey. You're on your path. So you don't know what the divine or whatever you may call God has in store for you. Um, So I know I went off a little off a little bit, but I just want to help the people. You
0: was right on time. (laughs)
1: Right on time. He may not come when you want him.
0: (laughs) But he he showed up in the cachet with Chris, and the Chris is going to cachet. That's what it's going to (laughs) do. You better rejoice and be glad. (laughs) Well, Chris, thank you so much for being here for this very special episode. Next episode, we're going to be talking about visual junk food and the things that you see so make sure that y'all are turning these notifications on okay make sure that y'all are following all the goods do you want the people to follow you on the social medias
1: yes please feel free to follow me on the cachet to the chris that is c-a-c-h-e-t-c-h-r-i-s And it's only on Instagram. You can follow my TikTok, but I don't be doing nothing on TikTok like that. But you can follow me on Instagram on TikTok at Cache Chris.
0: Okay. And what can they expect from Cache Chris Chris online for those people who want to know what kind of media am I going to be subscribing myself to?
1: Yeah, because that's important because we're talking about media, right? So... uh, (laughs) So normally I post, um, if I'm going on vacation, I post a little thing, but um, a lot of it is my behind the scenes uh, with my photography business. And um, you'll see a lot of that. And every every now and then I get into a little kiki in the stories. But, you know, I always try to keep it light because I, I always try to be aware of people that may come to my page, even if they don't follow me, just the fact that they come I try to be mindful of those things.
0: Oh, Chris, speaking of the fact that I know you for mad long and you wasn't really talking about that, but I'm gonna talk about it. Um, So there was this thing, the last I remember we were on when you had came and guested on one of my favorite episodes of The Bridge. We were this was last year around this time. And you had said to me, remember, we were talking about like having your friends support your businesses and stuff like that. And I was like how I basically bully my friends into supporting my stuff. And you was like, well, that's not your consumer. That's not where your consumer is. Like, yeah. If they don't support, that's okay. And I was like, you should be a damn shame of yourself if you know Chris and you ain't booking for not one single photo shoot. And it's been a year and I just told you about this and you still ain't booking me a dope ass photographer. You call yourself right. his motherfucking Thank friend. You. I know you had a birthday, you know? And I was just like giving it that. And I was like, you know what? Within that year, I actually kind of like reflected on that. And I think it was really hard for me to um, accept that my friends may not be interested in my product. It was hard because as a creator, that is, um, it's kind of like an extension of yourself. It's like having a, a baby when you have a business, it's you. And so I had to learn to separate the idea of them caring about me as a person versus caring about what I was doing. Like they may they don't they may not ever know how important what I'm doing is to me. They just simply know that I do it, especially if these people don't have something equally important to them. Mhm. Right, so people that don't necessarily have a pat or haven't discovered their passion or is not living in their passion, they don't understand the the cause for celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't understand the cause of celebration, and then that's why typically in entrepreneur circles you wind up. Being understood most by people who are also in that, in that space, space with, with you. you,
1: because they understand the trials, the have and flow.
0: Yeah, they understand how hard it is to actually grow. We've come a ve- we've come a long way from YouTube University, Chris. Ooh, we've come yes, very, <laughs> <laughs> y'all went- <laughs> We first connected with Chris. I don't. I don't know what. Don't even remember what we were doing at that time. But it was not with cameras. And I do remember us trying to figure out what kind of camera we gonna get yeah. and how to use it. And he was just like, "Well, YouTube University gonna <laughs> teach you everything." And then a couple of years after YouTube University, it's a whole different thing. That's crazy. Do you ever? Have a conversation or sit back and reflect on like your older self, like, is this what you pictured where you are now? Is this what you saw?
1: Like, You know, beyond actually, beyond, especially with self, because I'm definitely not the same person I was prior to the pandemic. I will say that I am not right. the same person and the circle of friends I have is not the same. So It's not the same. It's not it, it mm. is not a complete one eighty. And I do. and it's funny that you say that because I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't expect to
0: be I see the logo in the back, and that just that that's that's wild. that yeah. At some point, you didn't even have a professional camera, nor did oh. you know which one to get or how to use one. yeah, <laughs> you ain't have no ring light now you have a whole video aesthetic with your logo showcased in the background with your with a drone. halo ring light <laughs> a drone right right like that's why i I have those moments I have those moments, and i'm i i never 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 ever 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 thought that this would be my life. I never thought. I had no idea. I did not think but it. Doesn't it feel it's good? Fulfilling? It feels, I feel like it's a surprise party and I'm still in that the boom phase. Yeah. Like what? Like what? Um, for me, I just like take a deep breath and I keep going. Like, I, I think what's worked for me is just doing it like it's, the last day that I'm going to do it, Mm. you know, like what, what I'm going to get out of it. What if I'm not here for that? Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) What if I'm not here for that? Think about, (laughs) look at amazing artists. You have people that have been so influential to the world and they didn't get their, 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 their praises and their, their, their celebration. They didn't get their party until after they were gone. You know, so I, I for me, I just like I, I'm not gonna hold my breath for it. It's just like it's here. But in thinking in that mindset, sometimes you forget to look around. Like, oh shit! Like, mm-hmm. I was interviewed. I was interviewed in London twice. Yeah. I had never been to London. <laughs> I want to go, but there's people in another country whom I've never met. But look how amazing that is. Isn't that wild? wild. Yes. That's wild. So I'm still, I think just, I don't know. I don't know. But when you say that your circle is different, I feel that. I I do. I don't know. Have I cut? I have. I'm not going to lie. And my cutoff, and my scissors are sharp. (laughs) My scissors are sharp, like, But for the people that I do keep around who I've known for a long time, not that that's a reason to keep someone around, but who I've known for a long time and have still have investments in our connection, I do find that even if the individuals have not changed, my stock in the relationships have changed. I... Don't put as much weight and as much thought and theory and expectation into that. I check in, but I don't try to mesh my life and my mind with your life and your mind anymore.
1: And I, you know what? It's funny that you say that because same thing with me. Although my circle is completely different, I don't believe in toxic cutting people off in a toxic way. So, you know, for a minute on social media, there was this thing where if they're not, you know, supporting you or something to you financially or, or eating- Oh yeah, I remember or, that. they're not serving you, cut them off. Well, maybe your friend can't serve you in a, a way of being an entrepreneur, but maybe they can serve you when you're ass hungry and you need to eat and they don't better an eye at what you need. They're coming over with groceries. You know, everyone has a different place in your life. And so I thought I always thought that was so toxic just to cut people off just because. Now I understand if it's affecting your morals, your life, you know, your emotions, then that calls for a conversation. Or they call for like I'm out I can't but everyone is not supposed to be at the same level. No
0: no 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 no. It, you think it's that way? It's like when you're young, when you're like eighteen and twenty two, you really do think I don't know. It's, it I blame it on ensemble television, but <laughs> it. it everybody's mine like they're friends everybody is all together like all of the plans all together and i think that that bliss is really harmonious and it's fun but people don't grow at the same pace and so there. the reality is that you are going to outgrow some friends and then there are some friends that's going to outgrow you yeah and you gotta Got fall in love with those 20 somethings because the reality is that your mindset going into your life 10 years ago kind of shouldn't be identical to your mindset going into your life today and some people don't understand that not everyone's committed to growth not everyone's committed to therapy the people that listen to my show here i know for a fact that they are in a place of growth but there's people that will never listen to my show absolutely won't because they're not interested in that type of content so it's kind of like a reverse ear gate, right we are in a space where we are censoring content that doesn't serve us and that content we see as kind of like beneath us or not healthy and helping us grow but there's people that censor our content because they're like i don't I, i'm not looking for that i actually thrive in that chaotic gossipy type of space so it's interesting. And as a creator, I am always having like dual conversations on on air because I'm trying to be mindful of what I say and how I say it. And I've gotten better at that. I was not always that great. Okay. I wasn't. But I've gotten a lot better at thinking about what is it I'm about to say and how do I need this to be received. So Thank everybody, I always, and I'm always grateful. I appreciate anybody that shows love and support and has been a part of my growth journey, but make sure that you're not afraid to take steps in your own individual growth journey because of what you see it looking like, because sometimes you're meant to do something that no one's done before.